0: Hello and welcome into another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. We've got a What's Popping edition of our show for you today. And today, we're going to take it a little bit of a different direction. We're not going to talk about the latest news stories. Instead, we're going to take a moment to do something we've done a couple of times and talk all about the MCU with another edition of State of the MCU. We're going to talk about what's happening now. We're going to talk about what's happening soon. We're going to talk about what's way down the road. All things MCU, where things are at, we're going to give our takes on it and we know the MCU is a hot topic some people love it some people hate it Jodie Foster hates it hot off the presses today Jodie Foster not a fan we're gonna get into it we're gonna talk all about it and get you guys caught up on our opinion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe let's get into it breakfast presented by st louis area smoothie kings now here are your hosts cam and kirk thank you so much for joining us on another edition of popcorn for breakfast we are so glad to be here on a what's poppin edition of the show kind of kind of what we're not doing the latest movie news and TV news. We do that from time to time. There's really not a whole lot that's buzzing around right now. What? I know. Hold on, Kirk. It's going to be okay. It's going to be it's going to be okay. I'm with you. Did you send the memo? We no. Mm. I just we I informed you just now. Okay, I guess. So throw your notes out the window. They're garbage now. <sighs> that's the sound of them going away. For those of you listening to the podcast, don't even bother checking the YouTube to see if he actually threw away notes. That was the actual sound of it.
1: No, check the YouTube as well. No, check, don't do it. Check Trust it. Trust me. And subscribe and like. Oh, please subscribe.
0: Yes. yes. Uh, for those of you who are with us on YouTube, we're glad to have you. If you're listening to us in podcast form, also glad to have you there. Uh, I love this topic. I know some people are tired of the MCU. It makes sense. They should be. Um, <laughs> Because, like, if we're tired of it, Kirk, I think everybody's tired of it, right? And I I think we are kind of tired of it.
1: Yeah, definitely the superhero fatigue is there. It's real. Because there's so many of them now. It's too much.
0: There was too much going on. And I've said it every single time we've done State of the MCU. It's hilarious to me that everybody watched Marvel release their slate of movie and TV uh, projects. Yeah. And everybody sat there and went, that is too much. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, we were all right. And Marvel was wrong. And like for, for a, a movie studio. And I just got done reading the Marvel book, uh, the, the reign of the MCU, um, which I highly recommend to anybody. I'll put the link in the description, um, for a studio that revolutionized Hollywood. Literally, that is not an overstatement. They literally changed the way that movies are made Yeah, for better and worse. Um, For them to be so good at what they did for so long and to make what many are calling like a massive, massive series of errors with this slate of recent TV and and movies um, is fascinating. It's crazy that everybody, like all of us, like, you know, couch quarterbacks were able to say, this is a bad idea. And we we were like, but they'll probably figure it out. And they just didn't. Yeah. And, And it was a bad idea.
1: Yeah, because for so long, there were only a couple of fumbles with the MCU. Uh, notoriously, Thor 2. Yep. Iron Man 3, garbage.
0: What? I mean, some people like that movie. I'm
1: sorry for you.
0: I like Shane Black. I don't love that movie, but I do love Shane Black.
1: I like Shane Black too. I do not like Iron Man 3. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. But I feel like there, there were enough, there were so many wins of that initial, what is yeah. it, 25 or whatever. And like, that's fine. The, ra- the ratio is good. And then this came out, and they're like, Alright, well there's there's a fumble. There's another fumble with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Not, not good. And then they kept losing the ball over and over and over again. So. Right. But we're going to chat about today. We are. We're going
0: to get into all of it. We're going to talk about all of the projects that have come out post-Endgame. What, what would be called to date Phase 4 and Phase 5, which is still... In progress, if you're having trouble keeping up with that We're also having trouble Mm -hmm. keeping up with it We're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about which ones are A net positive for the MCU, which ones are a net Negative, give our takes on that And then we're going to talk about um, That article that came out a few weeks ago Kind of called like uh, Crisis at Crisis in Marvel, Mm -hmm. or Marvel in Crisis And uh, Some of the things that are happening there, and then some of the more Recent developments, so we'll save our spoilers Um, And by spoilers I mean like, really the Marvels and Loki yeah. if you're not caught up on those that's what I would watch out for I feel like anything before those is fair game but we'll save any like the Marvels and Loki spoilers for that final segment and we'll be sure to give you warnings heading into that yeah but everything else we'll chat about um let's start Kirk with where Marvel is today the actual state of the MCU here's how we're gonna do this okay you put together these things
1: I did which are just so cute. What do you call this when you're giving a speech, like visual something? It's visual aid. Visual aid, right? Like an yeah. actual visual aid.
0: It's a multi. This is a multimedia presentation now. So, so.
1: we've got these beautiful handprints. Uh, they're free templates, so don't come for me. No, I made sure they it's were free. free. Public domain. <laughs> and they're little. They're little thumbs ups, and we're going to use them for thumbs ups and thumbs downs. So you can't do mid. No movie is mid. You can't do this today, Cam.
0: No, it's only going to count. I think, and maybe we'll maybe I'll build a little graphic on Photoshop. I'm already signing myself up for too many things. <laughs> Let's, the list is: I have to put the link for, in the description for the book. Yes, and now I have to make a graphic on Photoshop. Maybe you can make it on the fly. Um, but like, if both of us thumbs up it, I think it's like it's great. If one, if we split the decision, that's mid. And if it's two thumbs down, then it sucks.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: Let's start post-Endgame, because this is really when things started. This is is when things started to kind of get rocky, and all of us were kind of in denial about what was going on at Marvel, and we were kind of thinking, you know, I I think some of our scores of those movies need to be called into question. We'll talk about that, too. (laughs) But this was the period where Marvel legitimately was trying to have a Marvel project either in theaters or new on TV the full calendar year. Yeah. Of twenty uh, of twenty twenty one, so let's get into it. Let's start with the first film of Phase Four. We're gonna go through Phase Four films. Okay. Okay. And we're we're deciding if they're a net positive or a net negative for the MCU. Not just if they're good movies, but did they help the MCU? Yeah. I'm done. Okay. First, Black Widow.
1: You ready? Are we doing this at the same time? Let's do it at the same time. On three, or one, two, three, go.
0: <laughs> or just say go.
1: Okay. Black Widow. Yeah. Go. Thumbs down. Easy.
0: I at the time I think I gave this a more generous score than I was expecting. Listen, guys, it had been a long time, <laughs> and when we get a chance to retcon movie scores, I'm coming for the face for Marvel movies because <laughs> there were just weren't very many movies coming out at that time, and it skewed everything. Like I was watching Tiger King. Okay. Well, everyone. I was watching. I was watching terrible things. Not just a uh, Tiger King was actually awesome, but um, lots of bad. Pandemic content, yeah. So I think I gave that movie like a seven something. It is not a seven. No, it's like maybe a five.
1: Maybe I, the curious. editing
0: is atrocious. It everything bad about pandemic productions. That movie is.
1: Yeah, it was the first one, really, yeah. like the first big one. Yeah, it's bad. There's it's some bad. terrible CGI in that movie.
0: Yeah, and like, why did that movie come out when it did? It's not helpful to the ongoing story no they should have done it earlier and they felt bad about not doing it earlier and so they released it and it was unnecessary
1: and then they got sued (laughs) and then they got sued so there you have it an all-around nightmare
0: (laughs) all right shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings okay ready go yes are you up yes two thumbs ups i love shang chi i think that movie rocks i think i gave it like a nine. Probably should have checked our scores before we got it. I don't really
1: care. Someone's uh, going back while we're listening like you gave it a seven.
0: <laughs> I feel like you were softer on Shang-Chi than I was. Yeah. On score. Where with the benefit of hindsight, how do you how are you feeling about that movie?
1: Um, I feel confident in whatever my score was. Yeah. Um, I remember one of my biggest gripes was there, there is, you know, in the final battle, there's a lot of CGI errors with the water. Mm. And I understand water is very difficult to CGI, but if you're going to do it and you're going to go big, you have to do it right. So yeah. um, Yeah. I feel, I feel good about it.
0: I think the, the character, the story is really good. Mm -hmm. Like Shang-Chi is a good character. Them reincorporating the Mandarin back into it. That was a difficult thing for them because the Mandarin in general is a, is a character, is a, Really famous villain, but is also based on a pretty racist stereotype. Mm-hmm. So they had to really walk that tightrope and they had to re bring Trevor Slattery, that character played by Ben Kingsley, back into the fold <laughs> because he was the Mandarin. And so there was a little bit of like MCU baggage dragging that down a little bit, but they actually made it work very nicely. And I think that Shang-Chi and Simi Liu. Is a good addition to the Avengers overall.
1: It is. We haven't seen him in sixteen years. No, we'll never
0: <laughs> see him again. And and, and that post credit scene where it's like, when you use the rings, it made this echo through time. Yeah, we've never seen anything like it. And like Captain Marvel's there, and Mark Ruffalo's there. His arm is broken His too. Ar- yes, from well, from the snap.
1: Oh, okay gotcha still from the snap i just thought he didn't have uh he really he no broke it it's in from real the life. snap
0: it's because his arm <laughs> got fried whenever he snapped the gauntlet that's right okay um man it's been a while it's been and while. who knows what that even means still we have no idea no clue. so uh eternals this is a toughie for the mcu i have to think about this net for the mcu ready go i'm down
1: there's the difference. Kirk's perks up.
0: <laughs> Listen, this movie gets too much hate, I think. I think it's better than people think it is. I think it's way big for, for its britches. It's really ambitious, mm-hmm. probably too ambitious, but it looks really good for the most part. Yeah. And there's some cool stuff. And I think Kit Harington as the Black Knight is a huge build for the future and hopefully those characters come back. There's some good character stuff going on there.
1: Yeah, wonderful character stuff. I think that's what it, what brought me to it and still brings me a good score and a good feeling about Eternals is because the acting is out of this world, uh, maybe, maybe one of the top five of all, gosh, now 50 films and TV properties of the MCU. Uh, it's really just incredible to watch. I love absolutely love the meme of (laughs) it's been 10 movies and we still haven't no one's mentioned this giant ice sculpture yeah yeah (laughs) the giant hand emerging from earth like no one has referenced it no one's walked had to walk around it to get to work or anything (laughs) i I absolutely love that meme and honestly if they never mention it again it'd be hilarious i I would love that so
0: much (laughs) there are things that have popped up in the mcu over time that have mentioned and then never again (laughs) just like dead gone forgotten
1: it's impressive i love it
0: all right spider-man no way home easy go boom yeah this one rocks stay up i think the most fun i've ever had in a movie theater period bar none Mm -hmm. it's just like electric and as a spider-man fan like it's it was awesome
1: can i tell you a secret yes i have this urge to tell you right now i've been keeping this from you oh no (laughs) i'm so scared I was spoiled on the appearances of Toby Maguire and Andrew oh, Garfield. Oh, wasn't everybody, though? I actually saw partial scenes on oh. their entrances. So when you looked at me when when uh, Andrew Garfield popped yes. in, I'm like, oh, but I'd seen it already. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> it, it spoiled me. It was an accident. I don't believe it. I was me. on Twitter. And you had to be looking for it, it, it. No, it appeared because it was like a troll comment of appearances. And I was like, oh, this is probably fake. I'm like, oh, oh, this is real. And I never told you that. Kim. Wow. And I feel like I, I have to in this moment. You're a
0: liar. You should have taken it to your grave, <laughs> you dirtbag. <laughs> I'll make you regret it for the rest of your life. That's, that's where you... Every you're... episode, you're going to be like, hey, remember that time you Hey, remember you that time about? you held something from me for so long? <laughs>
1: I just didn't want to ruin the magic for you because the magic was ruined for me.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I appreciate that.
1: What if I would have been like er, moments before? Like, hey, here comes Andrew Garfield. I'd be like. (laughs) There's going to be a spinny Dr. Strange Like, we all
0: knew they were in the movie. Yeah. But we also didn't. There was like 2% of like they might not
1: be. Right. That they could have been like.
0: It was like 98% (laughs) they're in. But it was like 2% this they could not show up.
1: They could have copped out with like a security video yeah. of them like running by of something, but they were fully integrated. They were,
0: they were. So it worked out. All right, next one. Tough one. Couple toughies coming up here. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
1: Three. I'm ready.
0: Two. One. Go.
1: Yeah, Kirk. Go. Bad. Just bad. Um, <laughs> just it should have been so much more fun. I feel like this one most likely. We'll never know, but I feel like this was uh, executive ran into the ground, and mm. I don't think that Sam, we're on a first name basis, Sam Raimi, sure, and I, uh, I don't think he got the full scope of what he wanted to do. Yeah, um, I mean, we 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 rage for the Snyder cut, but I want the Raimi cut of this.
0: I don't know because here's the thing: Feige and Raimi go way back.
1: Mm, that's they true. They worked
0: together a couple times on the original Spider-Man movies. And I feel like Feige, knowing how Feige operates to the extent that I do from reading that book, I feel like he got carte blanche on that. To an extent, he still had the MCU baggage, which mm-hmm. is becoming heavier and heavier with each film, which I think is part of the problem. Um, but he, within that, within the parameters, I think he could do whatever he wanted. Um. But I think that movie... So I gave that movie a somewhat favorable score because I think that there's fun stuff in it. I think I gave it like a seven something. I probably would not give it that now. Um, That's how I feel about many, many, many of the phase fours. Mm -hmm. My scores were too high. But America Chavez, bad. Um, The way that they integrated that character, the performance by Saoirse Gomez, not good. Not good. Rachel McAdams, not good in that movie. No. Either. There's a lot of weirdness around that movie how do you feel about the fact that like it was originally meant to come out before no way home? Do you think that changes it at all for you? Mm. Like there's, you know, originally in no way home, Dr. Strange wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. America Chavez was supposed to be there. Oh, I didn't blowing know holes. That. Yeah. Because that's why Ned has the magical power ability. Ah. It was going to be America Chavez blowing holes in the multiverse. And that's how the Spider-Man's interesting interwove into the same...
1: I like that it was Ned.
0: People hate, the, people hate that it was Ned. They do? People hate... <laughs> Kirk, people hate that it was Ned. How do I not know this? That people hate it? Yeah. Oh, dude, people hate that it was Ned. They're like, it makes no sense. And I'm like, it doesn't, but Ned is also a no sense character. <laughs> Ned, Ned is a nonsensical character. Yeah. And like... Doctor Strange is already in the movie. Like, screw it. It's whatever. I I, I don't lose any sleep over Ned somehow being magical. No, it doesn't cares? bother me at all.
1: It doesn't matter at all. Uh, it's fun. Why not? It's yeah. It's funny. It's stupid. Um, I had no idea about that controversy. It's, it is a controversy. That's incredible. And uh, America Chavez was not just just a, the character has, has was never fully formed. So. Yeah,
0: they should have they should have spent more time on that. Mm-hmm. taking more care with it because i think she's she's a really important character in the comics and should be in this multiverse saga that they're
1: doing yeah
0: so yeah it's kind of a fumbled
1: landing one thing that i hated about no way home is that in from the trailer and the marketing we got almost that entire scene of dr strange in the trailer yeah so that was a faux pas like uh, yeah. just like with with releasing too many clips and stuff ahead of time i just wish that they would just stop that I agree
0: i 100 agree with that um, There yeah there's way too much info ahead of time Okay next up Thor love and thunder Easy Ready set go Down I'm also down I was way too nice To this movie I think I even gave Natalie Portman scene stealer which is Really bad because she was not good I rewatched It recently yeah Um, <laughs> But I felt like She understood the tone of the movie The tone of the movie was just stupid they yeah. kind of they kind of ruined Thor a little bit in this movie. They made him too stupid. They made it too stupid. Yeah. And it, I realized that upon rewatch the Hercul we knew this at the time. The whole Zeus Hercules that situation abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal. And they took some liberties with like Valkyrie's character and they took some liberties. Mm-hmm. It didn't fully work. It was a little too goofy. Um, It was fun in some ways, but I don't know. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I feel like if you want to have that much goofiness, then it needs to be a special a special presentation. yes
0: it needs to like exist outside of the continuity in a way mm-hmm. like right. oh
1: it's there kind of like guardians holiday special right very fun very great but it is very silly like sillier than the guardians ever are um and it took me a couple i watched it like three times and yeah I was like, and by the third time i was like all right i get it because it's not part of the the main story. Like right, This right, is right. for fun. This is fan service. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. The, the silliness, the yeah, stupidity of Thor, unacceptable.
0: That's something I probably didn't weigh whenever we first watched it, was like, they're going to have to use this character going forward, and like, what even is this character now?
1: Yeah. I don't know. But then... It's- very odd. And then at the end, uh, again, spoilers, just remember, it's oh, been a while. with his daughter? Oh, yeah. Like when when, uh, when Christian Bale lay dying, and he's got Natalie Portman there in whatever kind of realm that they're sitting in, and he's like, oh, there's the real Thor that people like, him, like, yeah. acting. <laughs> right. Uh, then it's like, okay, wh- wh- who are you? Who are you? It was a total identity crisis, that whole movie.
0: Is the daughter going to be a young Avenger?
1: Uh, probably because it is Chris Hemsworth's real daughter.
0: Yeah. So. but I don't think he would want to knowing him. Yeah. I don't know if he would sign her up for that. I don't know. I don't know. There's that movie has got some splaining to do in the future. Yeah. All right. Black Panther, Wakanda kind of forever. Last phase form film. Ready, go set. Go. Yeah. I like that movie. Very good. Good movie. And the iron heart stuff felt a little unnecessary and the suit sucks. The Ironheart suit sucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the Namor stuff was good, but weird. But overall, very good.
1: Very good. Very good. So, so far for the films, Eternals, which was the only divisive.
0: The only one we split on?
1: Item we had. That's correct. Not oh. bad.
0: Not bad. All right. Let's buzz through shows. All right. WandaVision. Huh.
1: Go. Easy. Thumbs up. Boom.
0: Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. The finale was not great. That was because like they didn't even know what the finale was going to be. Yeah. Until the end. So shocking. They're like making it up on the fly.
1: This is a hundred million dollar project. Let's pretend. They had to
0: decide which way they were going to go. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Easy. Ready, set, go. I'm down. I'm down on this.
1: I'm also down. Not down like I like it. Down like I hate it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think it was very good. Anthony Mackie as Cap, though,
1: is great. Absolutely. The characterization is right. Yes. The script for that series was terrible.
0: And the show itself is pointless outside of being a vehicle for advancing
1: him. I have a couple of Falcon, uh, Captain America, and Winter Soldier um, comics. But but when it's Steve Rogers. And then I also have... uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Sam Wilson... Falcon, oh and, nice! Uh, and Captain America fighting with his crazy, crazy costume. Oh, I love the, that costume! Big V neck all the way to the The crotch. headband. <laughs> the headband. He's like look walking like right out of a disco. It looks yeah,
0: like. it's great. Yeah, it's great. That's what they should have gone with for the show. <laughs> uh, Loki
1: season one. Don't
0: even. Boom. So good, Loki season one.
1: What if does? What if count? What if does count because they are coming with the second season. <laughs>
0: And I'm anti what if. It should be so much more fun than it
1: is. It's not fun at all.
0: It's not that fun. And the finale was a mess because there was one character they just didn't have an episode for. Yeah. Due to COVID.
1: <laughs> due to COVID. Due to <Doo-doo> COVID.
0: <laughs> and it's like, what, you thought you could just slide that past us? That like we don't even have an origin for this character? No. That's silly. Terrible. Silliness. Hawkeye. Let's go. I'm pro Hawkeye. Me too, man. And the fans hate Hawkeye. <laughs> and I think the fans are a bunch of buttheads for hating Hawkeye.
1: I think they're wrong. However, that show did us dirty because when it was releasing, it was releasing right around the time, same yes, time as No Way Home. No Way Home. You have Hawkeye falling into Rockefeller Square. Or I or know,
0: Rockefeller Center. Center.
1: And Spider-Man in the trailer swooping right over it. It's I like, know. where is the crossover? It was like,
0: perfect. I bet. I bet it was one of those things that they thought about doing and they wanted it to be possible, but it couldn't happen. So many things I'm learning about the MCU are like, let's build towards this maybe as a possibility. Because Spidey is owned by Sony, right? Yeah. So there's lots of... I mean, the rights to his movie and TV rights are owned by Sony. There's lots of complexity around that. So I wonder if they were like, dude, we're going to have him swing into the finale and Mm -hmm. then it just... They were like, no, you can't do that.
1: Even if he, like, helped him for, like, one second and, like, kept going, like, sorry, sorry, Clint, super busy, gotta go. Like, that would be fun, right? Yeah, it would be fun. And you don't need him to take over the series because you always got to balance that. Like, are they going to swoop in and now they're the hero because they have more powers, blah, blah, blah. But I really, really am upset about that. I agree. To my but grave.
0: <laughs> K, K Bishop, great. And the, the low-stakes, fun... All of it. Maya being introduced as Echo. Yes. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. Kingpin returning. Good Kingpin. stuff.
1: Kingpin. I mean, come on.
0: All right, Moon Knight. Ready, set, go. Love. Also love.
1: I should have made a heart visual aids.
0: It's a great origin. It is. It's a great origin. Miss Marvel. Ooh. Ready, set. I'm
1: going to close my eyes. Ready?
0: <laughs> go. Down. I'm down. Oh,
1: I did it wrong. <laughs> oh, you're up? Are you actually up? I'm actually down. Okay, your thumbs down. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a mess. Yes, I'm also down.
0: I'm pro Iman Vellani. I'm anti that show.
1: Yeah. yeah. First first though, episode. Great. Though she's got it.
0: She's got to zip it because the fans are annoyed with her. Oh. Because because they want to be annoyed with her because her character is a little bit like that kind of like fangirl annoying yeah trope but they keep because because the media knows that she loves the marvel stuff and is like actually into it and like writes comics and stuff like that they keep asking for her opinion on marvel stuff mm-hmm. and so there's all these articles with her opinion and i don't think any of them are bad but there's too many of them out there right now so the fans are starting to be like all right <laughs> shut up <laughs> I, did. I i disagree with that but i'm just saying she needs i'm i'm worried about
1: her yeah let her talk uh, but i do i did hear the the little brief blip about her fighting with Kevin Feige. Uh, she try, tried to make it sound playful about like oh earth what earth are we really look at yeah. on the sacred timeline blah 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 and I'm thinking no I don't want you to fight with Kevin Feige. I want you to be united. <laughs> yeah. She's right though. On what earth it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah because he says it's earth 616 and it can't it cannot be.
1: No. Well isn't it nineteen ninety nine nine nine? No that's a different one. Well that's confusing because that's what they say in across the universe.
0: Across the Spider Verse?
1: No, across the universe. When it, with the Beatles movie back in the early two <laughs> thousands. <They, laughs> yes, across the Spider Verse. I messed up.
0: Yeah, they call it that.
1: Yeah. One nine nine
0: nine 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 or nine 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 nine. Yeah,
1: something. maybe it's to prove that there is no universal classification. I don't know. It's a mess. He should he
0: he needs to stop saying it's six one six because it can't be.
1: Maybe that's the trick, and he's gonna be like, "Gotcha." I don't know. I don't know. With finger guns, finger guns. Okay, last one.
0: She Hulk. Ready, set, go.
1: No mistakes here. Fart noise. I,
0: I watched two episodes of that show and I was like, yeah, I'm out. And then I watched the finale because I heard about the Kevin thing. Yeah. And I was like, let's not go meta. Let's let's not go that meta. Mm -hmm. I don't like that.
1: You don't need Kevin invited into the movie. Yeah. The show.
0: It was a mess, and it looked like garbage. I think that was my main problem with it. Honestly, is that it looked bad.
1: And when they showed Hulk's son, yeah, ouch, 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 yeah, they got to fix that. If Though he's...
0: honestly, that character looks like trash in the comics too.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, they should have given him a glow up. I agree. No exceptions. Agree. Okay. Moving on. Phase five. Phase five already. Yeah, we get a buzz. Holy cow! Let's go. Ant Man and the Wasp:
0: Quantum Mania. This is a toughie. Okay, I'm ready. Ready. Set go I'm also up on this (laughs) because of Kang because of Kang now I've heard people make this argument that um it's not good for Kang because they defeat Kang but I'm like that's kind of the point is that Kang can't be defeated that's what makes him scary they defeat an iteration of him like they're like oh my gosh they enter they Introduce the next Thanos type character, and he immediately gets killed by Ant Man. I'm like, but
1: he doesn't. But isn't the argument right? He gets sucked into that vortex. Yeah. Um, isn't the argument though that he is then it, he is not the Prime. He's not
0: King Prime. King,
1: right? So he is not the strongest. He's not learned or lived long enough. He's not he who remains. Like th- that's it's an easy argument to win. Yep. So sit down, haters.
0: It was the first thing I had seen that made me excited about the future of the MCU. Yes, like what kind of forever? Great, mm-hmm. good stuff. But what's the future? That was more looking backward. It was more like how do we move on? Mm-hmm. And it was emotional, and it was beautiful, and it was awesome. But I wanted, I'm like, what's what's next? And yep. that one got me hyped for the future. So I am thumbs up, even though I think the parts of that movie are garbagio. <laughs> um, Guardians Volume Three.
1: Oh, no brainer.
0: Ready go. Boom. Dude, I freaking love that movie. I think it's amazing. I think I think that trilogy slaps. I think that trilogy is probably better than the Captain America trilogy.
1: Uh it absolutely is because Captain America 1 not incredible. Yeah. They just got the, the pacing is wrong in that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, you 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 have a lot of just And stops. Civil War is
0: good, but Civil War is not like perfect.
1: Yeah, uh, it goes, because we've got Captain America 1, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Mm-hmm. What am I is missing it? one? Just nope. the three. Okay, great, yeah. So it goes Winter Soldier, Civil War. Winter Soldier America. is perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that movie at all.
0: It's good. All right, next. The Marvels. The okay. most recent one. The Marvels. All right, I
1: need a second to to put my head on straight, because that's so recent. I have to remember.
0: No, do Don't. <laughs> ready
1: (laughs) wait and to think about right in the in the full scope of the mcu right
0: yeah is it a positive for the mcu or a negative Uh, okay i'm ready go yep down we'll talk about the marvel's plot stuff later we're not going to get into
1: it right now no not right now all (laughs) right shows
0: sorry shows real quick secret invasion and loki are the only two that's it so far, Secret Invasion.
1: Now, did you watch all of both of them?
0: I didn't watch Secret Invasion at all.
1: Oh, so you, you get to vote. I won't vote. That's not why my social studies teacher in grade school always said, if you don't vote, you lose the right to complain. So I've always voted.
0: Yeah, I won't I won't complain about Secret Invasion.
1: I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm going to do Secret Invasion. Really? Awful.
0: Everybody says it's a giant fart noise, which is why I have not <laughs> gone back to it. So
1: there we are. Um, I think we need a fart noise on the board here so we can (laughs) play it. it.
0: (laughs) All right, and Loki Season 2, last one. Oh. Love it. And we'll get into why in a second here. All right. But before we do that, before we go into, like, what's, you know, what's next for the MCU now that we know the lay of the land, and we'll have Kirk do a a tally there um, before we move into the next section, if you can. Um, We're going to talk about our title sponsor, our founding sponsor, St. Louis area Smoothie Kings. And you guys, you have to go visit St. Louis area Smoothie Kings. We have the best group behind us here at this podcast because they have great customer service. They have great smoothies. They'll get you in there, out of there, out the door. It's all drive-through. You can go through the drive-through. You can go into the store in some locations, what have you. It's the best. It's quick. And it's it's a meal replacement on the go, which is exactly what you need. It's the busy time of year. Everybody's buzzing around trying to get Christmas shopping done. You know, you've got holiday parties for work, and, and kids have school holiday parties and all these different obligations. It's an incredibly busy time of the year. Wouldn't it be nice to just swing through and get your lunch in a cup? You can just drink it real quick, or you can try one of their brand-new smoothie bowls, and they've got new flavors of those smoothie bowls for you. The new ones that just came out are both chocolatey, and delicious uh the first one's the acai cocoa haze it's got that acai base it's got granola it's got cacao nibs it's got chocolate hazelnut drizzle it's got all the good stuff plus of course fresh strawberries fresh bananas all all those organic fruits and veggies and then there's the cocoa pataya, which is the one that we love to say on this podcast it's got the (laughs) pataya base it's got all the chocolatey goodness it's got the hazelnut drizzle um, you got to try these these smoothie bowls. I w- I have to admit I was I was skeptical Kirk because yeah. I am resistant to change.
1: Oh, I don't I know that It's about part
0: you. of me. It's just part of me. Mm-hmm. I'm resi- I like things to be the way that they are. And the smoothies are so good that I'm like I don't need a bowl. But then I had the bowl and I was like, you know,
1: they may be onto something here. Yeah, I was scared to try the bowl at it's first. It's scary. Because I love smoothies so much. Yeah. I like change, uh, but I was like, I really want to like this too. And they have the coldest, in a in the most positive way, Yes, the coldest first bite and mm. maybe 50th bite. Like, it's so perfectly temperature controlled, uh, I, I guess because of the contents and how it's put together. It is... Really feels like a treat, and it's really healthy for you.
0: It's absolutely very good for you. You got to get out and try it. Try the smoothie bowls. Try the smoothies. Whatever you like, they've got it That's Smoothie King. You can have it your way. You can, just like Burger King, but this is <laughs> Smoothie King. I meant to say, you can rule the day with Smoothie King. No free ads, Burger King. Don't get any ideas. Uh, so get out there and rule the day. Smoothies with a purpose. You can check them out at 660 Carlisle Avenue here in Belleville, or at 3401 Namioki Road in Granite City. That's just a couple of the locations. Stop in today at your St. Louis area Smoothie Kings. All right, Kirk, real quick. Yeah. I want to talk about Marvel in Crisis, and I want to talk about the recent developments. So Marvel in Crisis... Oh, wait, do we want to do a quick tally?
1: We could do a tally. I got it ready.
0: How many ups, how many downs?
1: Well, we also have to decide about when we disagree. We had one... That's a mid. That's a mid. Okay, great. So we had 10 ups. Okay. 10 thumbs ups. Nine thumbs down,
0: Ooh.
1: and one mid-property being Eternals, of course. So, at so it's this, like havesies. It's right in the middle. Which is how it feels. Mm-hmm. It
0: feels like you just can't count on it. Yeah. And like, they're just, it's either, it, it could be good, but it could be bad. That's yeah. how it feels with the MCU. And it used to be like, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really hurt their brand equity. So yeah. that's why I want to talk about. Um, this Variety article that came out a little while ago called Marvel and Crisis, it was a huge buzz. And there were some huge developments in that. And then I want to talk about the more recent developments. But let's start with Marvel and Crisis so we don't have to get into the spoilers. First up, they had a couple of things in that that I want to focus on. One, they're talking about backup plans for Kang. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. The Marvels. I want to talk about the Marvels a little bit because that was part of this article too about reshoots and the production and all that. Um, Captain America, uh, what's it called now? Brave New World. Brave New it World. was called New World Order. Now it's called Brave New World. Um, testing poorly. And then them pro- possibly kicking around the idea of bringing back ScarJo, RDJ, the older Avengers. Okay, so let's start with back at plans for Kang. So now the update on Jonathan Majors, because I think people are wondering about this. The jury has been selected. The trial is starting. So they had some. T- they had to figure out the jury situation, and they had to close off the case to the public. Yeah. Um. Because they said there could be some inflammatory stuff.
1: Wow. That
0: was going to be talked about and released, and they're worried about having public response in the courtroom. So
1: Whoa.
0: Don't know what that means yet. Obviously, in a court of law. And before the law, he's innocent until proven guilty. In the court of public opinion, I would say he's already been convicted as guilty. People are kind of over him. Because it's one of those things where it's like, uh, eh, if you were even in a situation adjacent to what you're being, confu- con- you know, con- uh, whatever, tried for, mm-hmm. then we want nothing to do with you. And I think people jump the gun on that stuff, and we need to wait until all the facts are out. But...
1: Yeah, I mean like look at Kevin Spacey, right? Like acquitted (laughs) on all accounts. Right? He's a it seems like he's a good guy, right? Yeah. I'm just
0: kidding. No, not a good guy, (laughs) I don't think.
1: But Jonathan Majors, I really I'm I'm holding out hope. I do believe he's I do hope. I
0: hope. I do really hope. It's very hard and it's very troubling when these things happen. Um I hope he's the victim. I hope he's right. I hope whenever his PR team said he's the victim here, I'm like, I hope you're right. I really do.
1: Do you know what would make a great movie? Not to detour, but I'm going to detour. Ready? Yeah. A great movie. So it would be fantastic to like, when you think about the jury members, like who who are the jury members that they chose who has never seen a Marvel movie? Yes. To like <laughs> erase the bias from them. Yeah. As they see this, it'd be great to like a movie about a celebrity going into trial for this and someone knows that they could potentially be on the jury. And so they like... They, like, create this entire persona where they're not, and then they're, like, this psychopath, like, you know, like Helga and Hey Arnold, right? Like, they have a shrine to the celebrity, and I feel like it'd be a great A24 film where they I'm like, they secretly get on the jury.
0: So they know the person, but they're pretending they don't?
1: They idolize the okay, celebrity. Okay, 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 okay. They idolize the celebrity. They pretend like they don't know them during jury selection, and then they get on the jury, and then chaos ensues. Sweet, man. I'm writing it.
0: I'm happy for you. Congrats <laughs> on that. Thank you. Anyway.
1: <laughs> That'll all be cut. You'll never hear this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with Jonathan Majors. But in this article, they were kind of speculating that, like, they might just be done with him yeah. in general. And they might move on to something like, say, a Dr. Doom. Now, here's the thing. Are you of the belief that Kang could, pretty easily be written out of the situation. And let's not talk about Loki season two, but let's just say, let's say pre Loki season two. How, how did you feel about Kang? Like when this article came out, we hadn't seen the Loki, anything Loki related. Yeah. Um, Well, we hadn't seen the Loki finale. How do you feel about Kang and, and where he's at?
1: I think that if Marvel chooses to write him off, they will just redirect our attention. Hmm. Because they will just Loki won't be a part of any, any kind of soon upcoming films. They will not Loki? mention the T. Right. They will not mention Loki. Oh,
0: you mean they will intentionally sideline him? Mm-hmm.
1: They will not mention the TVA. None of those characters will be in any near or future MCU film. They'll pivot to Doctor Doom, and again, this is assuming that he does yeah. get a guilty uh, verdict, and they'll just pretend like that still exists in the world. Mm. but it's not the current threat. We'll swing back around. Exactly. Uh huh. That's how I think they'll play it. And they could play that whether there's a guilty or not guilty charge.
0: Well, they can if it's a guilty.
1: They uh, I mean, swinging. they won't swing back. They'll it, just leave it out there. Right. In nebulous. They'll never talk to it yeah. again. If it's it not just guilty, floats away. then they have the option. Like, do people believe he's guilty? What about a recast? Recast would be interesting. It'd be difficult. Would Very it? it'd be difficult it, it can happen especially when if time uh, allowing time to pass because kane can take on different forms mm-hmm. so that part's easy but getting the right actor when you already had a actu- an actual just phenomenal yeah really good actor casting so I don't know what who that would be
0: I think I might be pro recast say it again I might be pro recast pro recast okay. okay just nice. to just to move on yeah from it
1: get out of this mess that we're in
0: yeah because it's like you can't, I don't know, if I'm Marvel, like, I can't have that hanging around. No. And you, and they, they got bigger fish to fry. Not you know with, what I'm saying?
1: Not with everything they're already fighting against, no.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this. The Marvels and Captain America Brave New World. The Marvels tested badly. hmm There were a ton of reshoots. Nia DaCosta was overseeing those reshoots. They were expensive. Nia DaCosta, because the movie was in post-prod, was also moving on to her next project. Mm-hmm. Petta, yep, with uh, Tessa Thompson,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the Marvels comes out, and the movie does badly at the box office, and it's as badly critically. And Bob Iger, most recently this week, was like, "This is a movie that did not have enough executive oversight. It was filmed during COVID, and there wasn't enough executive oversight." Then you've got Captain America: Brave New World, that has that is testing poorly with people, Ouch. what they've seen. So there's reshoots coming there. At what point, I mean, is it? do you think Bob Iger's right? Do you think it's something that's coming from the executive level? Like they need more Feige attention or they need more something? Or is it just like, has the MCU reached a cap above which it cannot climb? Mm-hmm. Because there's too much weight of all the other storylines that you have to juggle, that like the movies just can't be that good anymore. Oh.
1: Is that possible? That is definitely a possibility. I think that when all of these projects were active, it was the the thin stretch of Feige's availability. Yeah. Very present, right? Like he wasn't he can't possibly be able to make all of the individual decisions and be on set for all of those. Yeah. Impossible. Right. Right. So now I think maybe this is the end of all of those films, right? Um, maybe, maybe even brave new world is the, is the last of it. And maybe he's sitting in on it now and fixing it. I don't think he was still available for even the reshoots of the marvels because should have been better. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like maybe now is the turning point. Maybe he said, all right, Everything else has been officially put on hold. We're in good shape for me to actually step back in. Um, but I don't like the idea of there weren't enough executives there. Yeah. That that part is like a weird, terrible, uh, billionaire phrase. To me, it's
0: all about scripts. And I just don't think the scripts have been good recently. Yeah. I don't think the stories have been good. Because one of the things that, that came out, somewhat recently was that um, during the Bob Chappick era, they both Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige, Kathleen Kennedy, who is the head of Lucasfilm were forced to announce projects at Disney investor day, which I think, yeah, that was, that was Bob Chapic's thing. Disney investor day. Um, the, the one where they announced all these projects, they were forced to announce projects. They weren't prepared to announce yet. Yeah. And so they had to keep all these promises that they probably wouldn't have otherwise. And some of those movies, like like the Rogue Squadron, Patty Jenkins' Star Wars movie doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of movies have been moved off. A bunch of things were created, but like the executive thing forced the issue, I think. Because they're like, we need projects from you. And so that makes the scripts bad because it's like, they need projects from us. We gotta go. Versus just being like, when Marvel was in its heyday and just like crushing it, they were just in a zone where they were like, hey, I've got a story for Iron Man that perfectly ties into this. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, I've got a story for the Guardians of the Galaxy that rocks. Is there a way we could tie that in? And they were just kind of buzzing that way where it was like, story first, everything else comes later. Mm -hmm. Make the movie good and then tie it in. And right now they're like focusing on like, how do we tie it in first and then make a story around that, similar to what we talked about with the Wish review, yes. with the Wish review this last exactly. week. Exactly, that was... It's the same thing, know. and that's the problem. So, it feels like, to me, you could still make good movies with loose connections between them, but that exists on their own, but they're just not doing it.
1: Yeah, you have to, when you're writing the story, it has to organically happen. So, as the writer, uh, if you're not, you know, if you don't have a... Uh, a weapon at your face by the executive, like make sure it ties back to Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you can take that note, right? Say, I want it to tie into this project. Um, do do with that what you will. I want to see your, your first draft, okay? Not if it doesn't tie into that, you're fired <laughs> pressure. Yeah. And so if they can organically just space out, do their process, write it out, Put the tie-ins, put the breadcrumbs in there. I think that is old, original strength of MCU. And now you're exactly right. It is only how does it connect, when can it connect, and is it enough of a uh, headline when it does pop off? Yep. And that's silly. It's super silly.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think they need more writer-directors, too. Yes. The the movies that have been most successful have been with writer-director types. Mm -hmm. Like... um, The Russos didn't write their movies, but they have the ability to do so. Joss Whedon. Yeah. uh, James Gunn. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the types of people who have had success. Let's lean that way. Yeah. Um, Okay. Finally, bringing back old Avengers. Are you pro or con that idea?
1: (sighs) I am pro if they come in Secret Wars. Yeah. And not before. Mm. Because I don't want to see them... Revived when we've already seen the end of their debt. You their don't stories. want them
0: revived in a cheap way.
1: I don't want them revived to bring people back to the theater. Yeah. I don't. But if they're in Secret Wars, that storyline makes sense for it them does. to come back.
0: Yeah, I think everybody expects them to come back in Secret Wars in some capacity. Mm-hmm. That's like a foregone conclusion. It would almost be more surprising if they didn't. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Um, but... I can see why they would be like listen we got to find some way to get people locked back in. Let's make one banger of a movie with these guys somehow.
1: You know what? Here's here's how I, I could see like a like a small role if they're, you know, if if they're dimension drum, jumping, right? I think of it like um it's it's a uh, DC but they did Crisis on Earth. Um, with with the CW shows and whatnot,
0: yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths. yeah.
1: yep. And so they they went to the Smallville that Tom Welling was Superman, right, as cool. as a grown man, and he gave up his powers to have his family, right. I could see that where they're dimension jumping and they see a person that we've seen before, but yep. they have no powers, but their their identity, their core, their personality, their values are there. And maybe they just need to talk to that person to unlock something or mm-hmm. gain knowledge of something that's still like in that person in another dimension. And that would be special. But having them have the powers in and, and having them have like a full-blown, more than a 15-minute scene, I do not agree with.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think Secret Wars is the place to do it. Yeah. I think before that, it feels cheap. So, all right. So, that's the Marvel in crisis situation. Let's talk about more recent developments than that. Okay. Like what? Like the more recent developments than that. Like what? What are they? But we're going to, this is where you have to put your earmuffs on if you're not apprised oh, okay. of that's the true. recent things. Okay. So, let's talk first. This idea about Marvel Spotlight, which they rolled out with Echo, the Echo trailer. Which is anything that's not, that's like street level stakes that will not tie into the greater continuity. How do you feel about that?
1: I think it's a good separation. Yeah. When I think about it, I think of like the Netflix shows. If those would have directly continued, those would all be spotlight. Yep. Very simple. Except for Iron Fist. We're never talking about that again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's good for things to not all have to tie into the continuity. Yeah. Like, I think they can at some point. But it's like. You don't want people watching Echo thinking, oh, when's Spider-Man going to show up? You know, Mm -hmm. like if it's really just a small scale story, the comics do a great job of that. So do it in the do it in the movies and TV shows, too. Um, I think that's I think that's I'm pro that,
1: you know, like in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, we have Vulture, who is a construction worker and his entire job gets wiped out because of picking up the alien pieces. They shut down the whole worksite. It's millions of dollars for him. He loses a job. So So they, but they don't have to connect to uh, the guardians at that point. They don't have to connect to uh, the, the scrolls or anything like that. They're just saying, Hey, this happened. Uh, It's in the same world. And now we're going to, we're going to learn the most about Peter Parker here. Right. Those types of tie-ins are what make the MCU most successful. Not the incredible, incredibly labored crossovers. Yep,
0: agree. All right, now two last developments because we've got the Marvel spotlight, which you and I are both in favor of. Yes. That's good. The two most recent developments we have to talk about are this. One, X-Men. Yes. Appearing in the post-credit scene for the Marvels. hmm How do you feel about the post-credit scene? How do you feel about X-Men entering the MCU now? Obviously, we've got Deadpool 3 coming out next year. That's the only MCU movie releasing next year. What's your take?
1: On the X-Men entering On now. On the
0: X-Men entering now and entering the way that they
1: did. Mm-hmm. I think that this, the post-credit scene was well done, but I also feel like it was a Hail Mary Yeah. to say, uh, oh, here you watch the Marvels. Yes. Hey, look at this little tidbit. <laughs> at the it end felt,
0: of it. <laughs> not to interrupt, but it felt... Gross Yeah, a little bit like here's the X-Men. I don't know. It almost like, I hate to say this because I, I, I think the X-Men will help the MCU and I think that they can do a lot of cool stuff. And I think Hugh Jackman coming back and all the cool stuff that they're going to do is going to be great. But that was the one post credit scene other than like the, the Harry Styles and the Charlize Theron and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I was like, "Is this the jump the shark moment?"
1: Ooh, is it?
0: It felt, it felt a little like that to me. Mm. I don't know why. It just immediately was like, "Eh, I don't care."
1: Yeah. Why tie it into the the Marvels? I mean, you could have had them meet at any other point in time.
0: Yes. As the set falls apart behind us. Oh, what fell? Goku. <laughs> R.I.P. Goku. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have. A, I can't even. I can't even quantify it. But there's something yucky about that post credit scene. It yeah. just did not leave a good taste in my mouth. And I, I, want, I wanted the X-Men scene to be so sick. Like, I almost feel like it should have been in a movie and it should have come out of absolute left field. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, <sighs> like, the X-Jet rolls in mm-hmm. and you just fall out of your chair. Kind of like, like
1: when, when Matt Murdock shows up yes, in No Way Home. It's like, yes.
0: where am I? That is comic booky to me. Yeah. Like... Those are the types of things that when Kevin Feige talks about like, oh, in the comics they cross over all the time. That's how it should be. Yes. Not like these cheap little scenes that you make. I don't know. I don't know. There's something it's, it's not a full fledged opinion, but there's something weird about that. Mm -hmm. Finally, Loki season two, you and I both loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Loki embracing a new role as God of stories Mm -hmm. and being the architect of the multiverse as we know it now And having this sort of like metaphysical meta existence where he understands all of these stories and can tap into it. Yeah. Like, are you hyped about that? If so, how hyped? Like, does that change the way that you view the MCU going forward?
1: I think that I like it if they quickly explain, can he get up from that throne? (laughs) Yeah. Or is he stuck? Because there's a there's this moment of relief and pain. Yes. All at the same time.
0: It's like he's saying goodbye yes. to everyone.
1: That can someone come and visit him? Will he speak to someone telepathically? Can he let go of any of those or will that unravel all of what he saved?
0: I think he will hang there. And I think that Thor will come looking for him. Excellent. Which could be a sick plot for Thor 5. Yes. And I think that um, they will need him come Secret Wars Mm -hmm. to help stop whatever it is. Dr. Doom, Kang, etc. And at that point, he will intervene.
1: That'd be great. I think that could be really cool. And then you bring the TVA in, Mobius meets Thor. And he tries to explain it and he's just like, you know, like touching his body. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, come on, wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I think there's, I don't know, that, the scene, which I think is like just an instant iconic scene. I know we're like a zillion minutes into this episode, but the, the web of different timelines Mm -hmm. flipping and turning into, like, whatever they call that in the comics, like the Elder Tree or whatever, I can't remember, Uh but, like, the Norse tree thing. Yes. And, like, clicking that, like, oh, Loki is now going to own this. That was an iconic moment. That was, was like, a moment where you, like, get the goosebumps, and you're, like, that is sick. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, wow, whoever thought of this is really freaking smart, and it works so well.
1: Yeah, so if you're trying to tell your friends and family, like, what are the essential tv series loki is absolutely on that list
0: i think it's loki and wandavision and that's it
1: that might <laughs> to be right be honest, like that might be they right. might
0: be the only two essentials
1: maybe you want to watch the first episode only of miss marvel um and moon knight if we ever see him again yeah <laughs> yeah because uh, moon knight's a great series but miss marvel i think you need to watch the first episode to really feel the family the yeah, 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 yeah. humor in there and get to know those characters very briefly. And then you're good to go. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Loki, Loki got me hyped for sure. The X-Men didn't, which is like the opposite of how I expected to be. Yeah. Cause I'm very pro X-Men love the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I think they're awesome, but we'll see. Mm,
1: what a weird world we're living in. Indeed. A weird state of the mcu (laughs) well
0: said kirk uh so
1: would you give that joke a thumbs up or thank you
0: thumbs up thumbs (laughs) up for that and uh thank you all for joining us on this very long edition of state of the mcu thank you for sticking with us through all of the different threads and timelines that we were managing much like loki um give us your thoughts on the mcu where things stand um how you feel about it, how you feel about the future, how you feel about the uh, X-Men entering the MCU or Mm -hmm. whatever else is going on. Let us know in the comments down below or if you're listening to the podcast, join us on Discord, um, find us on social media. All the links are down below in the description. You can can get a hold of us and we can chat about it. We love to chat about it. Obviously, we've been doing it for the last hour. So thank you guys for being here. We're so happy to have you. We have to end, as always, with a special thank you to our executive producer, Ryan Spriggs, our naming sponsor. I say something different every time. I don't know. St. Louis Area Smoothie Kings (laughs) and the band Rhetoric. You're about to hear their amazing tunes right now. We'll see you next time.
1: Talk to you then.